Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs and joining me is David Shinovic, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, Statistics Canada's seeded acreage survey came out at the end of June. Was there any surprises? What does it tell us about how cropping practices have been changing in Western Canada? Well, at the time the survey was taken, farmers were still trying to get the crop planted in parts of the prairies where conditions had been too wet. So that might impact what we see in terms of final seeded acreage overall. Now, the intended area to be summer-followed or left idle only increased about 190,000 acres compared to the March report. So there's lots of focus in Western Canada on how technological change is driving increased crop yields. And that's been very evident. You know, spring wheat and canola yields have increased 40% compared to 10 years ago. Big change. Farmers are quick to embrace new technologies that lead to increased productivity and profitability, no doubt. But people forget the changes in seeding and weed management technologies have also driven down the amount of acreage being summer-followed. In the mid-2000s, there were 7 to 9 million acres summer followed every year, and now that's under 2 million acres in a normal year. That means a lot more land going into crop production every year in Western Canada. You know, then look at the crop mix compared to 10 years ago, and the changes have been striking. Oil seeds and pulses have been gaining at the expense of cereals like wheat and barley. And this is going to be the first year where canola acreage is going to exceed wheat acreage in Western Canada. You know, quality risk and variability is a lot higher with wheat and barley and oats compared to canola. And overall, profitability of oil seeds has been stronger than cereals. Now, we've also seen pea and lentil acreage jump over the past number of years here. And that's being driven by stronger demand for those commodities over time, especially in South Asia and the Middle East. What's the biggest change where your family farms? Oh, it's easy. You know, back home in eastern Manitoba, soybeans have got to be the number one crop in terms of seeded area now. It's odd to see so much harvesting left to go come early October compared to how it used to be, but that's how it is now. There will be over 3 million acres of soybeans planted in western Canada this year, almost 2.3 million in Manitoba. In Saskatchewan, soybean acreage has gone from just 170,000 acres in 2013 to 850,000 this year, which is unreal. Now, the advances in soybean genetics have been really striking in the past 10 years, and it means farmers can grow higher-yielding soybeans that need less time to mature in Western Canada. Now, the next question is going to be what happens with corn. This is the first year we're going to see corn acreage in Manitoba over 400,000 acres seeded for grain, and here, too, genetics are playing a role. The reason it's important to keep an eye on corn is all about how fast overall productivity in Western Canada can change. It's generally accepted that with the crop mix we have today, yield potential is increasing 2-3% to annually. But think about replacing an acre of wheat in Manitoba yielding 50 bushels with an acre of corn yielding 130 or 140 bushels. What happened in North Dakota with crop mix is eventually going to happen here. It's just a matter of how quickly that occurs. And does that extra tonnage being produced want to be consumed locally or move into export channels or other destinations by rail? Thanks again for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in an upcoming podcast, please visit cn.ca slash grain to submit a question or find us on Twitter at CN Railway. Thanks for listening. <music>